Hey, what's up? I'm Mooka Chanel, and you're now listening to the Shine Season Podcast. All right, you guys, so we're going to get started with the show. For this episode, I have the pleasure of having Belinda. Hi. Hey, how y'all doing? What's up? Yes. So for this episode, we're basically just going to be talking about all things dating and love and life. As a 20-something, I'm just going to get into it. Yes, because SZA said it, but SZA has never been more right other than the weekend, because that was the truth. Oh, I kind of like the weekend. The weekend was the truth. She was right. She was. She was right. And 20-something was right, too. Yeah. So. Yes. So let's just kind of give the people a background of, like, who you are, where you are in life, just so they can kind of okay. get some insight of, like, what's going on in the world of Belinda. Yes. Yeah, so, hi, everyone. My name is Belinda. I'm from Los Angeles, California, L.A. County, if you're asking. My parents are from Ghana, so I'm first gen. Um, that's not us, that's the Jamaicans, but I borrowed it. <laughs> They're our cousins, right? Um, I'm, gra- I'm a graduating senior mass media arts major. Uh, I thought that I'd be working in production as soon as I graduated and like working more in journalism and writing news because I'm really passionate about reproductive justice and social justice issues. And my life took a totally different turn. So after I graduate, I'll be working for Google in Chicago. We're working um, in tech. Claps for that. Golf, golf clap for that. Black girls working. Okay. Black girls with the jobs. Right. Okay. In tech at that. Jobs in tech. So it's a totally different arena than I've ever worked in. So it's just me being really open and really flexible the whole situation. And then not leaving out some of the experiences that I've had. Um, and bringing that to the table, which is why they probably hired me, because I have a different perspective. So that's just a little bit about me. Um, my like professional life has been great. Social life has been really cool. My love life is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> a whole joke. So I can't wait to just air it out. Yeah. I don't know. So I guess my first question would be, how do you feel dating, like, just as a black woman? Like, just the, mm-hmm. especially in Atlanta, a place like mm-hmm. this where there's, like, prominent black people. How has your dating experience been? Yeah, here? so in Atlanta. So I've dated in three cities. Mm-hmm. So I dated in L.A. I was in D.C. for the summer. Mm-hmm. Had fun. And also, <laughs> like, going to school in Atlanta. In Atlanta, it was just such a culture shock for me in so many levels. And I think also, like, going to school in the AUC and, like, being in a college setting for real, for real, for the first time. Mm-hmm. I was really shook about, like, how naive I was. Because I was like, yeah, I know game. Like, I know what to do. And, like, I got played so much my first semester. I was like, wow, this is disrespectful. (laughs) I was like, wow, who is she? Like, what? I was just really falling for game that I didn't even know. Like, I didn't know it really existed like that until Mm -hmm. I came into the space. Dating in L.A., like, it was more of... It wasn't perfect, but it was just more direct. Like, you Mm kind of knew what you were getting. Mm -hmm. And similar thing in D.C., but they're a little bit more of opportunists. Some men. (laughs) Not all men. (laughs) Some men can tend to be opportunists in that city. So it's just totally different in each city. And I think Atlanta, by far, has been the most trash. Um, (laughs) But why? It's just like, it's like there's some kind of incentive into, like, racking up as many people as possible mm. and I think that also leads into like the whole like STI STD yeah. stigma of Atlanta um so you when you're dating in Atlanta you also like kind of see that in dating yeah. you know where no one really trusts each other mm-hmm. and everyone's kind of assuming that you're someone's option yeah so like play before you get played basically <laughs> yeah. and but even being here in Atlanta like I'm not a native here I'm from Los Angeles mm-hmm. as well and being here I've noticed that it's like a mixing pool here. Like, it's not that many natives. There's people from all over the place right. here. So it's like, you're dealing with different types of cultures, different types of people, different types of backgrounds. And you just have to adjust to it all. Like, I know me personally, I came in as a transfer, just like you, actually. Mm-hmm. And for me, the big challenge was, because I live on campus as a college student. So uh-huh. my whole thing was, like, I'm around people who really aren't my age. Yeah. And, like, it shows when you're, like, dating or, like, getting mm-hmm. to know people. It's like, oh, yeah, like. I was there before. <laughs> oh, you're going to run in the room now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. So I, that's just been my experience. So I really, I haven't really gotten into dating out here. I mean, you know you have the whole college thing where, where you, you like talk meet to people, people. You talk to people. But yeah. I haven't really like dabbled in like dating per se. Mm-hmm. But I did download Tinder. Okay. <laughs> and I did experience and like go through that. But I deleted it. Cause I'm more of one of those girls where I want like... Somebody just meet me, like, face-to-face. Okay. Not that I'm against online dating because right. it's just a resource. And it's also, like, social media. You can meet people there, too. Mm-hmm. But 
I'm kind of old school. I kind of like the... You want to be slept off your feet in the yeah. library and you, and you dropped your pencil right. and you made eye contact and you and said, you saw me. Luca, <laughs> is that you? Yes. So, uh, <laughs> no. Um, I'm just kidding. It's actually, I don't, actually, it's very possible. I, I've had friends that have been super successful in online dating and super successful in like traditional dating um, and me and neither. But I've definitely tried. I've done. I've tried the apps. It's actually funny. Um, it's not really funny back then, but now it's funny now. Okay. Um, somebody used my pictures to catfish someone back home. Oh. So there's this thing called Soul Swipe, which is I think I've heard that Black Tinder. Uh-huh. So I was working with some artists at the time. I've done. I've had a lot of jobs, but basically <laughs> I was helping with this movement called Soul Cipher, and we worked with artists. And we would do, like, different music so- showcases in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. So some of the artists, like, we were always cool. as was cool with the guys. Like, always, like, making sure, like, hospitality was right. One of them was like, hey, like, you never, we never finished our conversation. And I was like, what conversation? Because at the time I was dating someone. So mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, um, online. I said, about the show? And he's like, no, like, we were supposed to hang out and go on a date. You ghosted me. And I was like, I don't understand. He's like, yeah, like, your energy is different than it was on Soul Swipe. I'm like, I don't have one. <laughs> and then he showed me screenshots of oh, the conversation. Wow. And I was shook because it was a weird thing of, like, flattery, but also, like, how dare you? <laughs> because around town, I kind of felt like people were stopping and looking at me like they knew me. Right. So I'm like, I have no idea what this hoe is. I mean, can I curse on you? <laughs> I have no idea what this person is saying to people. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, online dating is tricky. But I really feel like if you, people are honest about it, we date and online date because we're bored. I feel like maybe it's because I'm bored. I'm bored, and I'm kind of just, like, kind of going with it. And I yeah. downloaded Bumble um, over winter break because I was like, I want attention. Yeah. I like Bumble, <laughs> though. Uh, the thing I like about Bumble is, it's like, the woman kind of has, like, the to say. Initiate. With Tinder, it just feels very, like... Like eighty dicks. I don't know. Like yeah. it's just like weird. Like <laughs> right. It's very much just like what's yeah. kind of what you said. You want someone to come after you, but maybe not in the way that, that is on Tinder. Yeah, on Tinder. Yeah. But uh, even then, with the whole like conversation of like online dating, it's like I don't know because it seems like nobody's really on there to date. They're on there to like hook up. Absolutely. So it's like even then, it's like I don't really know if this is <laughs> what I want to do. Yeah. Like, is this the energy that I'm on all the time? No. Like, <laughs> It's 10 a.m., sir, you know? Right. I mean, it's different. Online dating is definitely different, and I think it can work if everyone is honest. It's kind of like dating in general. Like, if you're honest about what you want and what your intentions are, you actually have to know that before you start meeting people. Because right. I had someone, like, I was on a date, and he said, so what are you looking for? And I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> And he's like, what? <laughs> like, I don't even know what to tell you. Yeah. Because I wish I could say, like, casual dating but I can't and I can't say relationship because I'm moving so I can't really give you anything I'm just kind of here for dinner and that's what I like (laughs) about this conversation because that's okay too I feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of times when you're like in your 20s especially early 20s people put this pressure on you like either we're doing this or we're not and I don't Mm -hmm. like that attitude either because it's like can we just enjoy each other can we just be like people it's like I feel like people are such in a rush to just relationship Mm -hmm. can I get to know you and you get in a relationship (laughs) with someone you don't even like you're like, wow, I don't even like you. You know, I've had multiple conversations with people where I'm like, so it sounds like you've told me more negative things about your partner than positive things right. about your partner. So I'm like, do you want to be with them? Right. And it's a weird thing of like, no one's ever asked me that. And I'm like, well, maybe you should think about that, yeah. you know, before you're delving your soul into this person. Because it's really hard to like, it's you like kind of like develop all these ties mm-hmm. and breaking up is so difficult so you have to undo all the ties too oh god that's why it's sometimes better to just be single because mm-hmm. you have no attachments mm-hmm. you're just getting to know people and then when it's done you don't even have that like pressure of, like i gotta end this yeah you can just gracefully be like all right and it's not even really ghosting it's just it's very libra of you <laughs> <laughs> we're both libras yeah. and it's very <laughs> libra of you to be like well you know it's just so hard to break up with someone <laughs> Because, like, so. for me, I mean, I really was sitting there just like, how am I going to say this? Mm-hmm. And, like, one one reason I had told someone, which was the truth, but it came out so cliche. I was like, I don't think God wants us to be together. <laughs> and then that's the first thing that came out of my mouth. And I was like, this sounds like BS, but uh-huh. I mean it. And I don't know what to say. <laughs> that's a know? real feeling. 
I just, it, really is. it was my gut, so I kind of had to just go with it. But yeah. that was a very Libra answer of you. It's just so hard to break up with someone. It is. Did you have a boyfriend? Like, because now college is over, mm-hmm. basically, for you. Right. Like, what, seven, like, out of here. Um, so did you have a boyfriend days. during college? Um, When I was in community college, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, But I'm not going to lie. I was very selfish. Mm-hmm. So I was partying a lot. And basically, I kind of just had him as like my support system and we mm. loved each other but I felt like both that we weren't necessarily as compatible mm-hmm. because of how much I was partying yeah. and then I started changing so he got used to who I was when he met me mm-hmm. and then I started changing and becoming like more of an adult and drinking water <laughs> and like you know caring about my skin because like that that catches up to you mm-hmm. so um it kind of, I started kind of realizing that it wasn't enough for someone just to be nice and like be there. Yeah. I needed some kind of spiritual fulfillment. Yeah. So that's why that relationship went that way. But it was different because I was in community college. Right. Being at Clark Atlanta University, <laughs> um, the illustrious, uh, I don't see, I could not imagine myself in a relationship here yeah. because it's just, there's literally 10 men. There's 10, 10, 10 men that go here. Um, Maybe one of them or two of them is loyal to their girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, the the rest, uh, they're, really for, they're for everyone, in the words of the prophet Cashdoll, um, <laughs> for everyone. So it's very difficult to like have anything of substance if you're not willing to budge on your standards. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dating in college is very... It's, like, no. when you make a decision to like have a relationship while you're in college, it's... That's a bold move. <laughs> it is. Have you have you been in a relationship in college? I have. Um, when I was in community college, I was mm-hmm. in a relationship, and it was one of those things where um, we were together for a year. I think a little bit over a year, mm-hmm. and it kind of just didn't work. And I think it was one of those things where we were both so young. It was mm-hmm. like fresh out of high school. I think I was like nineteen when we did yeah. it, and I think we were both the same age. And it was one of those things, kind of like you. He started like it started off as like a very committed relationship. And then he started being like, well, I can party. And like, I can, I can go do, like, yeah. You know, and this is kind of getting really serious. And I felt that. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of all those things where we, like, grew apart. Yeah. And that's okay, different. too. Yeah. And I've learned a lot from that experience. Like, I'm not telling people, like, don't date in college. Because right. this is the time where you learn and you experiment and you, like, mm-hmm. see the type of people are out there. But where you learn what you like and don't like. Right. So, like, when it comes to, like, dating here... Mm-hmm. Do you feel like people are more think, thinking more about, like, love and relationships or the fact that like, they don't want to be alone? I think it's definitely I don't want to be alone mm-hmm. here. Like, just based off of, like, things that what people tell me far, yeah. or, like, things that I've observed on my own. I think it's they just want to be by themselves. Yeah. It's kind of Because scary. people will say, like, oh, yeah, I know he's cheating, but... I'd rather just be with him and know who I'm dealing with than deal with someone else. What? I'm like, sis, do you Get hear out. yourself? Get out! Like, what? No, I, but I think that also goes back to, like, being young, mm-hmm. young-minded. You don't really know. You feel like this is the only person. You know, because it's like, when you when you get your first real adult relationship, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, this is it. Like, I'm, I'm grown. Oh, you <laughs> like, know. This is the one. We going to sex tonight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you feel very, like, I'm Yeah, grown. especially in college, you feel like, yeah, like, you can come over and like because you get so much freedom at once Mm -hmm. and (sighs) it's a lot and the thing is um I always there's this wonderful thing I saw on Instagram it was like you can't be what you never saw so like maybe your parents don't necessarily know how to give you relationship advice because they're figuring it out and maybe like your friends don't know because they're figuring it out so if you've never seen any kind of like process of a healthy relationship or healthy dating there's no model of it. It's just kind of like figure it out when you get there. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're going to be dating because you're lonely and bored or just because you're horny or just because like there's nothing else to do, right. you know? So it's just kind of like there's no, I don't, I haven't seen a, a real clear model of what kind of relationship that I want to be in. Mm-hmm. I just have to create it for myself yeah. and then see it. But I think you brought up a really good point because mm-hmm. for me, after like I was basically out of that relationship, um, I kind of spent a lot of time just, like, dating myself. Mm-hmm. I know that kind of probably sounds weird to some people, but I really just took the time to, like, take myself out and do things that I enjoy because how can I, like, expect 
something from somebody else and I don't even know what I like. Exactly. So that was something that I did. I think every college student should do that. Like, don't be afraid to, like, take yourself to the movies or to the museum or just do these things that make you happy, you know? Yeah. Because you can get in a relationship and it's still... They don't do things that you like. (laughs) So it's, like, it's really important that you have a relationship with yourself first Mm -hmm. before you try to have a relationship, a friendship, a hookup, whatever. You need to know what's going on with you because... If you don't, oh, you really have. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, homework, I don't know if you do homework on the show, but I think one thing that's definitely helped me, mm-hmm. not that, like, I have it all figured out, but just writing down things that you like about yourself and asking yourself, would I be friends with me? Yeah. Would I want to hang out with me? So, like, a couple of years ago, I asked myself that, like, towards the end of my relationship, and I was like, do I want to hang out with me? Would I want to date me? And I was like, no, I'm boring. All I do is party and, like, go to school and go to work, and that's it. And I was like, okay, well, I need to, like, do interesting things. So I started, like, reading more, Mm -hmm. listening to the news, like, going to shows, walking to the beach. Like, just trying to be as, like, just trying to, like, be more of the author of my life than letting life just happen to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like there's a lot of, like, especially with being black people, like, People make decisions for us and about us without us being there. And we can control our destinies by choosing ourselves. That was very... Yeah. (laughs) That was very cute. Yeah. um, I I guess my other question would be, like, Mm -hmm. culturally speaking, Mm because you're African. Mm -hmm. And remind me again, like, is it... My family's from Ghana. Okay, Ghana. Mm -hmm. So... Can you pronounce it for me? Because I don't want to put so nothing Indian. if people attack me. No. <laughs> no, don't drag her on the internet. Don't give her lashings. Ghanaian. Ghanaian. Yeah, so how mm-hmm. how is it dating in, like, African culture? So I have not seriously dated anyone that's African or from my specific country or my tribe. So I can't necessarily answer that. But seeing my parents' relationship, it's very much what you would expect in the patriarchy. Very much like the man does this, this is the final say, this is what it is. As a woman, you are basically like just supposed to play into those normal gender roles that we have established for you. And if a man steps out on you, what are you going to do? Nothing. You know, like my parents are really the first people in their family to break the cycle of polygamy. So my dad, I don't know how many wives his, I don't know how many wives either of them had, but it was a good amount. It was more than one. (laughs) <laughs> and they just kind of had to deal with that and their mothers just dealt with it mm. and um my parents it took them a long time to have me my sister that's 10 years older than me because my mom was trying to have conceived me for a while and during that whole time people were telling my dad to leave my mom and say just get another wife just get another wife whatever mm. and he's like no I don't want to I don't want the drama <laughs> and I love her so mm. it was just one of those things where they were my parents already broke that tradition and broke that cycle or generational curse in my family. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really seen those displays of, like, African love in that way um, because they're different in the way that they show love and affection to each other. Are they necessarily lovey-dovey and, like, oh, my gosh, like, white feelings? No. <laughs> Definitely, like, oh, the needs are met? Great. Handshake. <laughs> and, like, maybe a kiss. <laughs> so, like, it's not – it's very um, – their relationship – my perspective of the relationship was very much just like they I know they love each other, I know they love us and are very passionate about us being successful. Mm-hmm. But it was more of just like this is what we have to get done. And like we're a team in getting that done. And maybe we don't agree all the time, but this is how we do it. And then my mom still wakes up every single day to cook him breakfast. Still makes him lunch. Like I can't I can't conceive. <laughs> I cannot I cannot conceive how she's been doing this for so many years. Because yeah. after the first year I'd be like, So you wanna cook make some oatmeal or <laughs> grab some <laughs> grab some fruit on your way out? Like what you wanna do? Because I don't know. <laughs> and the thing is that's so like, so what do you think about this concept of like um in Christianity there's like this idea of the Proverbs Oh my Proverbs God. 31 yes, woman. Yes, Proverbs 31 woman. And how can you be that woman for these, for full disclosure, for these niggas out here? Because these niggas out here don't necessarily um, deserve a home cooked meal and they deserve hot dogs. Like, what? Girl, um, I grew up Christian. Mm-hmm. And, but the thing about me is, I never, like, I was raised by a single mother. So I never really had that, like, family unit structure. So I don't really know, like, how that looks like to see, like, a, a marriage in a house, mm-hmm. a home. So. 
uh, for me, one thing I did hear, like, growing up in Christianity is that, like, the woman is supposed to submit to her husband and, like, mm-hmm. you know, you got to submit. But then it's, and like, submit. you need something to submit to. But I don't yeah. really think that I'm a submissive person. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm more of a person where I feel like my ideal relationship would be, like, a partnership mm-hmm. because a Libra talk again. I'm right. big on my freedom. Yeah. I like to do me mm-hmm. and air sign. I'm all over the place. So, yeah. For me, I just need, like, partnership and somebody who gets it and, like, a helpmate. I don't really like that women are taught, like, you have to submit to your husband and you have to do this and do that. I'm not going to say that there's not submissive ways in my personality, Mm -hmm. but I'm not about to get with somebody and just, oh, I got to submit to you because you're my man. I I don't like that whole, I have to feel like you're a leader. Like, the thing is, like, I have my own stuff going on, and I want to make sure that I'm on point with that like we said, like dating yourself right. before I can even think about submitting to someone. And I, you have to align with where I'm at. Because right. a lot of times, like, we wonder why relationships don't work out because we're out of alignment. Mm-hmm. Because that person doesn't necessarily, like, have the same goals as we do. Not necessarily the same verbatim, but, like, right. maybe, like, the same trajectory. So, like, for me, I believe that I'm probably going to, like, be moving around for my career. Right. I just kind of feel like this is how it's been. And I have to date someone or marry someone that is okay with that or can go along with that Mm -hmm. or can, like, empathize. Like, that's her goal. That's her purpose because your partner's purpose cannot vex your spirit. Right. If it vexes your spirit. It's not meant. It's not meant to be. (laughs) It's not the right thing, boo. (laughs) Let it go. Yeah. That's a really good point. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't have your person be your adversary. You'd be fighting all the time. Say bad girls club. <laughs> Say love and hip hop. How do you feel? Because one thing that I experience a lot is like I hear from guys like I don't know how to approach you. Like you kind of have your you're intimidating. You, you got your stuff together. Like I know I can't. Like and oh, how, oh my god. And I think both of us as women, we're mm-hmm. you know we own our shit. Yeah, we're pretty much a lot, a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. It's true. Men don't know how to like come at girls like us. Or women like us, you yeah. know, and it's just even the conversations that we're having. I'm not saying like, oh, we're just so up there, but a lot of people our age are I'm not having, having these those conversations. Type of conversations. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes one thing that I struggle with sometimes is to kind of relate to people. Do I compromise mm, who you are, right? Where you're at to kind of like to make make sure that they can feel <laughs> right, like and then you're attainable, right? But then when I do that. I don't feel fulfilled, and I don't feel like... Mm. And you attract people that you don't even want. And I what? And you I know? went through a stage in my life like that where I'm like, okay, let me just dumb it down a little bit so I have something to do. And then it's like, when you start getting more intentional with your life, it's like, no. I'm not going to dumb it down for you. I'm going to dumb it down like, for anybody. Like, honestly, in dating, and they, they, you know, people generally ask, do I have been dating people? Well, <laughs> they usually, generally, he... <laughs> say like oh so what's your plan and I'll tell them like where I'm working what I'm doing and the different things I've done in the community and like what my passions are and then they're kind of like taken aback and one thing that I've heard recently is like so where do I fit in and the thing is that was a red flag for me because I'm like okay well that should not be it's not in competition with what you have going on so like if people say oh you're intimidating I always think you're intimidated right me and that means that we're not a fit because right. I'm not necessarily unapproachable. Mm-hmm. That's just a perception that you yeah. may be having, you know. Yeah. So I don't think that you should ever. Yeah, you should dumb never. It down that was just nobody. a point. Like, but I had to learn that. I had oh, to like yeah. go through that experience and be like, no, I'm not doing that because when you compromise yourself, you end up disappointed because you're not really being fulfilled. You of know? course, like, because the thing is, and they're not really getting the real you. Right. They're getting, like, the you that may not <laughs> want to talk about politics as much. Right. But, like, I can't sit here and just be like, yeah, I'm not really a political person. And then I have, like, the CNN app, like, going off the whole mm-hmm. time on the date because yeah. I care about that kind of stuff. And, like, my partner is apathetic about that. That's not going to work out long-term. That's going to be a short-term situation, mm-hmm. you know? So I just... I haven't been able to do it, and I've honestly been, like, more direct about how I feel about things. Like, I literally, TMI, (laughs) told someone to leave my place because during um, our parlay, I didn't get what I wanted, so I said, get out. No, but (laughs) I think that's even important as a woman to speak up because we're taught so much in our society, mm-hmm. like, don't don't talk about your needs, your desires, your wants. Like, mm-hmm. women are not taught to speak up, so you even doing that is commendable. It was the first time <laughs> I've ever done that. And the thing is, 
he was laughing like I was joking. And I was like, no, I'm serious. Like, leave. <laughs> leave. You had one job. Get out. And the thing is, I felt badly about it because I'm trying to reconcile with this new personality that I've been having of, like, not really taking shit anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's really liberating <laughs> to, like, not take people's shit. It's, mm-hmm. oh, my God, it's what a feeling. I honestly think if you haven't done that, try that. Um <laughs> Because why am I the trash collector for your problems and your issues right. and, like, internalizing it and stuffing it? And then I feel unfulfilled and upset because I'm just taking on your stuff or not trying to make you feel uncomfortable. Right. So if you're not fulfilling your end of the bargain, mm-hmm. please, yeah. you know, get I, out. I think we're probably on the same timeline, girl, because I recently started stepping into that, too. Like, mm-hmm. no. Like, because even still, because we're going to get real here. Okay. No, let's get <laughs> yeah, all the way Even with real. the relationships. You know, exes are real. Yeah, <laughs> and they, they think that they just stay around forever. <laughs> and you can't. Example. You ex can't. Is an like it's literally ex. The rest of the ex is expiration. It's done. Ex. Like it's it's it. And okay. like, that's something that our culture too promotes. It's like, oh, he never really leaves. Like he's always he pops around. back up. It's yeah. because you let him, sis. Yeah, and it's also, like, this whole thing of, like, I love romantic comedies, and, like, I'm just a big softie when it comes to those kinds of movies, but they're mm-hmm. fairy tales, and Girl. they teach really problematic and toxic things. Love Jones. Love Jones. Love and basketball. Love, no, let's just talk about Love Jones for a second. Ooh, love Jones. I grew, and even Love and Basketball, too, I'm mm-hmm. glad you brought that up, because those are, like, and even growing up, we have media, there was a lack of representation. So all these black movies that we all adore is we all, like when you started thinking about why we love them, it's because mm, it's all that we had. All we had. Right. And I'm not saying that those movies were bad, but some of the themes are, the lens some of, of the films that we love are very toxic and damaging. Mm-hmm. Like Love Jones, I grew up like watching that movie and be like, oh yes. I'm gonna get my Darius. Darius. <laughs> and that movie, like it just promotes that it's just like always gonna work out. And it's not. It's really You know, not. one, one um, Caucasian film that I enjoy is uh, <laughs> The Breakup with Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn. Is that the one where they, like, live together? They live together. They actually do break up. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've seen that one. And people were mad about them not actually breaking up, or them, them actually breaking up in the movie. I'm like, that's the title of the movie. Spoiler <laughs> alert. They're not getting back together. Yeah. And the thing is, that was my first time actually seeing a film where... It wasn't just happily ever after because my favorite movie is when Harry met Sally. Oh, just so cute. Moderately, some moderately racist themes because they were talking in a Chinese accent and I just caught it recently. I was like, oh, this is not good. But it was the eighties, a different time. Um, but yeah, I just love that movie. But it just always it just ended with and we are together, right. we're friends. It's just like go. maybe it's not necessarily like that. Girl, another movie that I don't like. <laughs> what movie? Brown Sugar. Really? Brown Sugar is interesting. No, that it's movie an is so movie. horrible. I like not, not not against any of these people, any of these actors, any of these writers, but it's just like when you look at it as an adult. Yeah. It's like what the heck? She did all that for what? For for what? what? For what? And then even him, like you knew, oh, you've loved my life, la la la. Hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. And then you get married, yeah. then you get divorced, and then she's in an engagement. Now you feel in the way, mm-hmm. and then now you want me, and now you want you want owner. It's basically a lot of times it's more of a conquest of ownership over the woman, right? Or ownership over the black woman, or ownership over the woman's body. Like mm-hmm. how dare you, like um, the best man. How dare you sleep with, I mean, that was, that's trash, yeah. but how dare you sleep with, it's more, his, his, I feel like his rage and anger wasn't necessarily the fact that they had done that, it was the fact that his friend had had her right. as a possession before, right. or like, while they were on a break or whatever. And even the whole conversation of like, she's a virgin, mm-hmm. and like, them thinking like, she's pure, and like, mm-hmm. even that conversation of like, virginity, <laughs> and even in the black community, how it's like, talked about, it's all weird. It's really, it's a weird, it's a weird situation because I'm like, why are you so obsessed with our bodies and not even obsessed with the things that you should be obsessed with, which is making someone come. I'm sorry. Like, what is the point? What's your yeah. purpose? What's, get out. What's your purpose? Bye. Get out. Like, what's yeah. the point? So it's just like, you're worried about the wrong things. Be obsessed with the right thing. Right. But ownership, like Lauren London said, that Nipsey said to her, you can't possess someone. And when you think that you can yeah. possess people, you'll be very disappointed for the majority of your life. Yeah. You know? Long experience. 
I'm sorry to bring the mood down. I just no, you're not bringing me down. Recipes, Nipsey. Oh, wait, recipes, Nipsey. Like, I really sit here and I'm just like, wow, that's yeah. really a thing. But, like, even going on to him, like, I liked, like, to me, he was the only rap, well, not the only rapper, but one of the ones that I really paid attention to. I really liked the way that he treated Lauren London. Mm-hmm. And, like, how he made sure, like, she was always there and, like, respected. Mm-hmm. And even as black women, you don't see that all the time with our black men, you know? And a lot of times, too, black these black men, they'll get successful, and they will make the intentional decision to date a black woman. They'll, like, okay. date other races. And I'm not saying that you can't love who you love, but life is all about decisions yeah. and choices and being intentional <laughs> with with what you decide and making to do. a statement because love isn't just about love it's not because this idea of like once again this fairy tale idea like and we lived happily ever after period no it's comma right. and happily ever after and then we fought and we fell out and we got back together we built it and like mm-hmm. we're just in this constant cycle of like building and learning each other that's really what it is yeah. and i feel like for me right now in this phase of my life it's very difficult for me to see myself in it not with a black man because I feel like you can feel for me but you can't really feel me. Right. And even black men can't necessarily like feel everything that we go through. Right. You know, because I've dated outside my race multiple times. Same. And I feel like there is a love for me as myself, mm-hmm. but not necessarily a love for the summation of my experience, which is so big that I can't even grasp it. So how could you? Right. You know? So I just it's interesting to me when I think of like the Donald Glovers love you, Donald Glover. Think about, like, the, you know, just, like, the different people that have been huge, like, the Jordan Peels of the world that have been so integral to black culture and then mm-hmm. seeing their partner not be black. I'm like, how are you being fed at home? Which is really yeah. your business. Yeah. But, like, I don't see how, where are you getting that from, yeah. you know? And then someone said, I'm sick of Donald Glover cosplaying <laughs> black women <laughs> as his potential mate. I know. And I thought that was interesting. But, I mean... It's not, and the thing is, when we have these conversations too, it's like then people are like, well, you're just being a hater. You're no, a hater. it's not a conversation not. of hate. It's just, it's so like common that it's like you guys are like going out of your way mm-hmm. not to date black women, mm-hmm. you know? And even like just even at a college level, I remember sitting in class, you know, for the listeners, we go to HBCU, a historically black college, mm-hmm. and at Clark, like you said, the male to female ratio is it's already like all these women and then like this. Like and these women are beautiful, beautiful. and intelligent. And yes. we're talking about women in the AUC, like right. Spellman and Clark Atlanta. Like right. they, I'm, I always tell men, I'm like, you're never going to have this opportunity again. Right. Where you have all of these wonderful, these beautiful, beautiful <laughs> different shades, shapes, everything. Like, accents, you have it off. You can you have, have it off. anything you want. Right. And in this same breath, how we said you have all these options. I remember this boy, this young man, mm-hmm. he came to class. Uh-oh. He came to class, mm-hmm. and he brought his girlfriend. And his girlfriend. He's Caucasian. He's Caucasian. Oh, really? And, uh-huh. you know, she sat in class. She went to Georgia State. And it was just so funny because you could tell, like, the mood in the class is just, like, really. Like, why are you here? Like, <laughs> but then it's also, like. Whenever I see white people jogging on our campus, I something in me just like flares up like yeah. hives or like the ancestors <laughs> like why? Like, why are you here? You know? Because the thing is, yeah. you didn't really want to be here before, right. so it's like now it's of convenience. And now that black, I mean, black has always been cool, mm-hmm. but now that black is trendy mm-hmm. and cute, and like you know, putting on blackness and wearing tan and wearing booties and yeah. all this stuff is cool now. Yeah you want to be around in the mix. And you have to understand what comes with it. So you can be in the mix with what comes with it, but you also have to respect and honor the culture. Right. So how? what was her What was her vibe like in the class? Um, she just kind of sat and mm-hmm. observed, which is fine because we were doing, like, presentations. But you could just tell, like, all the girls, like, even myself, I was kind of like, really? That's what you're into? Right. Like, <laughs> because he, like, I'm not going to lie, he is mm-hmm, cute. Mm-hmm. And he would flirt with, like, this girl in the class. Oh like, God. you know, so it was yeah. just like, why? Like, did you bring her here to, like, you know, slap the other girl in the face? Like, I have a girlfriend. It was just, and Men it's just kind of so like one of those things where it's like, you have all these women here, and it's like, you went out of your way to get a white girl, and then you brought her to the class. Right. Like, bold. So like, you put it in my face, too. Like, so you just, you know, bring her to right. class. Like, okay, right. this is what we do it. It's just different. Yeah, and I'm not saying, again, love is love, and, you know, but at the same time, 
before you fall in love, you make these decisions. Yeah, and then it's also, like, what you're, like, conditioned to like. Right. So, like, for me, it, I grew up in a predominantly white area in L.A. County. So, mm-hmm. I grew up in Northridge. So, mm-hmm. like, I'd seen, I hadn't seen a lot of black people. And the black boys that I went to school with, they were never checking for me. So, like, the people of other races were more open to dating me than my own were. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, well, I'm going to get in where I fit in. Like, mm-hmm. what am I going to stay here by myself, yeah. you know? So, it's just, I understand the whole thing of, like, oh, like, black girls weren't really checking for me or da 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 But I also feel like it's unconscious bias. And you have to unlearn a lot of stuff that's been deep-rooted. And even, like, when in conversation that I have, I'm like, is this anti-black? Is this root? Is the root of this anti-black, or yeah. is the root of this like really like some radical stuff? Yeah. You know, so it's just like being like really about what you're about for mm-hmm. real. You know. Yeah, that's funny because like my experience growing up in LA, when I went to a high school that was predominantly white, mm-hmm. and the black people that I went to school, we pretty much stuck together. Mm-hmm. But when it came to like dating, like I had a boyfriend in high school, but that's just like. That just kind of happened. Right. But I noticed, like, the black guys, they would, like, not date the black girls. And, like, they would go yeah. out of their way, mm-hmm. like, not to. And then, as a black girl, it's like, okay, then who do I date? It's like, the white guys wasn't really checking for us. So, it's just like. Mm-hmm. The white guys, the Asian guys. You the white kinda... guys may like you. <laughs> right, but they're but not They might really... be like, oh, this is a little much for yeah. me. <laughs> and then it's also, I mean, I've had, like, really an awful, like, I don't know. Dating's been interesting for me most of my life. Because I don't know if you've ever gotten, like, you're very pretty for being a black girl. Oh, our dark skin. Your dark skin or whatever. So I remember this, like, little, this little, um, he was Mexican. He was in my middle school class. You see, I've I've carried this grudge, right? Um, And we were flirting throughout the whole school year. And then eventually he was just like, you know, Belinda, I think you're so pretty and you're so smart and so wonderful. And if you were, like, three shades lighter, I could date you. And he really thought that that was okay to say. And I was just sitting there just like, huh? <laughs> and I just, like, what am I supposed to say to this? It's like, not a compliment. Okay, so I can't change that. Right. And I don't have a desire to. Right. So this is not a compliment or this, this is, is not, not like a thing. I don't think you understand. That is an insult. It's a severe insult because do, the thing is like, then I come down to Atlanta and I'm like, you know. <laughs> I don't to say nothing, but you know, like, girls are dropping down here, you know what I'm saying? So it's just a different, it's yeah. just different stuff for different folks and then unlearning certain biases and like anti-black like agendas. Mm-hmm. And knowing and recognizing that and calling yourself out on it. Because yeah. for a while, like, I wasn't dating black men. And I was like, why am I not dating black men? And mm-hmm. it's also a mix of, like, a stigma of black American men. Because, like, my blackness is a little different. Thinking about, like, stereotypes that I've seen before I've actually, like, been in close quarters with black men, black American men. Um, it's, like, the fear of being alone after you have committed all that time to him, maybe have given him a child. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like unlearning that and making sure that, that I don't carry that into every single interaction I've had mm-hmm. really is important to me to make sure that I do have the partner that I deserve mm-hmm. and not just someone I end up with, mm-hmm. you know? Because yeah. I feel like that happens a lot where you just kind of like, okay, well, <laughs> you're here. So we sent you this. Yeah, since, since you came. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I get it. <laughs> anyway. What do you think dating, because once you graduate, what have you done? I'm done, done. What do you think dating is going to be like as an adult, adult? Like a grown woman, woman. I think dating as an adult, adult. My sister's 10 years older than me. So I've seen the example and it. I just don't have any hope. I'm just kidding. Um, it's just like I don't necessarily know when the games end. Mm-hmm. and seeing, like, her trial and error process and, like, some of my older... My best friend's um, five years older than me. Mm-hmm. Four? No, she's four years older than me. So, like, just, like, seeing that process with her and then see my sister's process and her friend's process with finding a partner, I'm really scared. Like, I'm just sitting here just like, okay, like, I know I'll be working in tech, which is more male-dominated, mm-hmm. and, like, my sister works in healthcare, my best friend works in healthcare, so it's more female-dominated where it's difficult to find your partner there, mm-hmm. like, in the workplace or workspace environment, um, I'm really just nervous. Like, I'm thinking, okay, like, I've had really, a really interesting experience here at Clark. Mm-hmm. Clark Atlanta. They used to tell us not to call us Clark, but <laughs> Clark Atlanta. 
And I'm thinking about my past years before that. I was never really serious. Right. So now I'm like, okay, I kind of need to, like, I want to be in love eventually. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> how do I go about that? But I actually heard that Chicago, which is the city I'm going to be living in, don't find me, um, <laughs> is the best place for singles. Okay. So I have That's a little helpful. bit of hope, but I'm yeah. also, like, really just nervous because I'm when I tell you I used to get played, girl, I used to get played. So now I feel like now I'm, like, switching and you kind of start to identify this so deep identify with your oppressor so now i'm becoming like i'm morphing into a fuck nigga and i'm yeah, trying to morph no, back because i really am a proverbs woman yeah. so i'm trying to morph back so i'm don't like in between the two and i just know i can do better so mm. i'm just gonna like ride this fuck nigga wave out mm-hmm. until i like i'm done and but then... honestly you probably need that stage too though because it develops character and mm-hmm. you learn like you mm-hmm. know one of my favorite shows is insecure yes and... yes i love that go show. for it go for it go i love go that show it. so much and they and that show they brought up the whole conversation of like having a whole phase mm-hmm. and they say most people went through their whole phase in college do you feel like you went through your whole phase here yeah <laughs> I think and things I think I did it with grace because mm-hmm. I really don't I don't uh, to my knowledge no one really knows my business right because I was really here for a snap of a time so right. I wasn't really here for that long for me to develop a like reputation of sorts mm-hmm. and I don't really I'm not enthralled by things like letters or being in sports or being like really seen mm-hmm. I kind of like if I vibe with you I vibe with you mm-hmm. um but yeah I definitely have like lived my life like I said like I partied a lot when I was in a relationship I did not cheat but when I broke up, when we broke up, I was living my life. Because I'm right. like, this is, I can't necessarily know what I want. So I'm just going to keep on dating people to see what yeah. I actually want to do mm-hmm. before I get tied down into a relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely, I parlay. <laughs> definitely have my life and yeah. have my fun. And, like, I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And also learned that, like, maybe, like, sex without emotional attachment is more difficult it's like it's difficult right it's difficult and like why would I numb myself to that but also like protection for yourself to not have feelings which I don't think is natural but I feel like now I know that it's not Mm -hmm. you know because you went through that experience Mm -hmm. and some people they have to like go through it to really like like for me like I guess you could call, say, like, my whole phase, if you would, it was very short because I was like, yeah, this ain't gonna work. Like, <laughs> like um, I actually like, trial like and error. to have, like, emotional time to you. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that doesn't work for me. But mm-hmm. I had to, like, experience that to know, like, because some people, that's not their thing. And I'm one of those yeah. people where I, I can't do, we have to have at least some kind of type foundation, of yeah. something. Because I can't, I, I don't see people do it. They just, like, and... And then just walk out. What? I mean, this is like, I told you, morphing into that, where it's like, okay. Like, it's also interesting to me where, like, one thing that they do here, which I don't like part of the dating culture in the AUC, is, like, you will sleep with someone, you'll be booed up with someone, you'll be in their room, in their roommate's face, all in their life. Right. And on the promenade, not acknowledge their existence. Don't say Anything. And I'm just like, not this has ever like happened to me. Like, you don't even exist. Like, exactly. <laughs> what? I know your whole like, life. What? <laughs> I know you have a mole me. on your butt. What are you <laughs> talking <laughs> about? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? So yeah. it's just really, like, some toxic stuff that's been happening that I'm probably going to have to unlearn yeah. before I meet someone that's of substance. So I'm going to work on that throughout the summer and just fingers crossed, guys. <laughs> I can, can, can. We'll see what happens <laughs> because right now, like, this, I've learned a lot of bad habits that I think I've taken on from, like, negative experiences I've mm-hmm. had where it's, like, it's just so interesting. It's just really just <laughs> perplexing to me, yeah. you know? So, yeah. I mean, do you, do you believe this thing that um, guys will, like, be booed up in relationships with girls that are boring? whatever boring looks to you, and then, like, cheat with women that are, like, more exciting? Or you think it's the other way around? I'm trying to understand. Like, are you saying... So, like, do men commit to more, like, predictable types of women if, they are, if they're in a hetero relationship? Mm-hmm. Like, are they more inclined... Do you feel like they're more inclined to be committed to women that may be more, like, in the gender role Oh, okay, type, I see what you're saying, okay. Or more of the okay. women that are, like... I'm a boss, and I'm doing this, this, and this. Um, 
that's a hard question for me to answer mm-hmm. because I feel like I am that woman that's like on my boss shit. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times these men, they don't know how to even like approach, approach me. Or yeah. So I think probably, yeah, it's probably some truth to that. Probably do the thing that's easier versus mm-hmm. the thing that's hard because. Because why? Why would I, I have like to that's fight our culture that. works smarter and harder. So, mm-hmm. but I, no, you have to work for this, right? You have to try <laughs> a little bit. Because me and my friend were talking about it, and like she found out that someone she was dating, that she thought she was dating, okay, news to her, had a whole girlfriend. <laughs> oh yes, a see. whole entire girlfriend. She's like she, the thing is, we saw not to neg the girl at all, mm-hmm. but just we saw the type of woman she was. She was very like safe and predictable, and like she this is what she wanted to do, and like mm-hmm. she was very like. Just chill under the radar. Yeah. My friend is very vivacious and, like, wanting to live life and very into media and right. just, like, on her stuff and just her star is rising. So it's just, like, where is the disconnect, you know? I I think that goes into, like, that whole theory of, like, men want to have their cake and eat it, too. Mm-hmm. They want a little bit of this. They want a little bit of that. And, I mean, I know that it happens but I'm just not going for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just not doing it. Like, and I'm glad that your friend like found out about mm-hmm. that situation so like she can play how she wants to. Right. But it works best for her. But I know for me, I'm just mm-mm, I'm not doing it. And I think I radiate that type of energy so much that they don't that people approach. already know. <laughs> they already know. I'm not even But it's do crazy it. because now I've gotten comfortable with that. You know, mm-hmm. like I've I've gotten confident in you're not about to play these games with me. But before, it wasn't always that easy for me. Like, I used right. to complain to my mom all the time, like, why don't guys, like, come up to me? Or, like, why don't they do this? Why don't they do that? And then my mom used to tell me all the time to me, it's, it's like an aura. Like, mm-hmm. you don't even give that off, so why would they do that? Yeah. Like, so, for me, it's just kind of been one of those things where I have to remain who I am. Mm-hmm. And, I, I like, I'm so, I, like, right now where I'm in my life, I don't even think that I'm going to meet, like, my mate like right. during my twenties, just because mm. I have so much work to do, mm-hmm. I, I, I have time to focus on that right now. Right. Like I just, I just have so much for my own self. I have to build my own empire, and mm-hmm. I think if I don't have a mate who's willing to contribute to that, it's a waste of time. Yeah, so, it is. Like right now, I'm open to dating. Like I'm actually dating now, and mm-hmm. it's it's working. It's fine. I'm getting to know people and experience people, but I'm not taking anything too seriously right now. Right, and at first. Because, you know, the Libra in me. I, yeah, <laughs> I love relationships yeah. and commitment. But I just had to, like, have a real, like, conversation with myself. Like, Denise. Do you really want to be really in this relationship with him? Yeah. <laughs> and can you really give him what he probably needs? Probably not. Not right now. You know? so, not right now. So. It's about being, like, a good partner, I think. Mm-hmm. Also, and finding right. who you want. And you can say all day, like, what you want out of a person and... You know, like, because even me, I started, like, because we were talking the other day about the list. Mm-hmm. And I, like, so, you guys, the list is basically, you know, making a list of, like, what you would want out of a partner. Like, these qualities and things like that. And I started making the list, and I'm like, these are things that I want out of myself. Yeah. So, I made the list not necessarily for a partner, but for what I want. Mm-hmm. For me. Yeah. Because I feel like that, like, right now, that's the space I'm in in my life. Like, I need to really focus on me. I need to heal from a lot of things, like, mm-hmm. from the past, like, relationship pains and stuff. And it's just like, I don't really have time. <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, as you, like, level up and mm-hmm. your your whole, like, vibration changes, mm-hmm. the people that are attracted to you changes. So, like, for a while, when I was first dating, I was like... Why am I only attracting like SoundCloud rappers and core <laughs> musicians? Like, what what energy am I giving out? So I had to switch that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then now the type of people that I'm attracting are like a little bit more career minded and a little yeah. bit more established. That's but then funny. also like still fuck niggas. So it's like damn, because that's literally what happened to me too. Like mm-hmm. I was going with the, the trap niggas. The trap niggas. Like, oh my god, we're going to the trap, then, you know. <laughs> And now it's like, and I guess maybe the environment I'm in, like I'm at, I'm in college, mm-hmm. so everybody's trying to like Everyone's progress shopping. at some type of point. Yeah. But I don't know. I, like now, I feel like the the my dating pool now is a little bit more elevated. But it even is. still, it's, I mean, the price is going you know, up. He's Morehouse men. <laughs> That's another conversation. So okay, men of Morehouse are Morehouse men. Men of Morehouse are in, in going to Morehouse still. I can't even. Uh, I can't, I'm just not even. I'm triggered. Um, men of, was it men of Morehouse? Yeah. So those are the ones that still are in school. Morehouse men are the ones that have graduated. Depending on how many years out they but do are. Do you believe all of that? Like, like, 
I really think that it's like I think it is what you want it to be. So mm-hmm. like maybe some people need to identify with those traits to feel like okay, this is who I am and give them some kind of sense of meaning. Mm-hmm. But if you cannot sustain that, it will all wash away as soon as you graduate. Right. Or as soon as you're not being forced to conform. Like right. it'll all wash away until you internalize and decide, okay, I'm going to stop being trash. Sorry. Yeah, because the thing <laughs> that I've noticed here, like, in just HBCU culture in general, mm-hmm. it's like we're really big on image, and you got what the you well look like. dress Wednesdays, mm-hmm. and the suit and ties, and the unfortunate thing is these men, they will dress in these suit and ties, but still be raggedy. Still, at the end of the day, you're mm-hmm. not treating women the way they should. The way that they should. And the way that they're, and the thing is, I, I don't necessarily subscribe to the thing of like, oh, she could be your mother, or your daughter, mm-hmm. or your sister. No, she could just be a whole human being, right. and you could treat her with respect, right. or just, like, common courtesy, or even just transparency. But mm-hmm. it's also, like, do you feel like when you're dating, especially dating in the AUC, that you're as transparent as you could be about what you want? Like, okay, this is what I want. Um, As of lately, I have been very, like, this, like, yeah, I have been mm-hmm. transparent. Just because, mm-hmm. too, I'm a bit older. Yeah. So it's like you're not about to play me like you play these little girls. Oh, you thought you were play? You thought you were play me? Yeah, I'm a grown woman. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a grandma. I'm a whole golden girl here. I completely I'm washed. To, <laughs> I douche. No, I'm just kidding. No one, don't douche. Don't yeah, douche. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. But still, like it's just like yeah, I understand what you're saying because yeah. I started when I first got to Clark. I was Clark Atlanta. I was turning 23. Mm-hmm. So I was 22 when I got here. So it was just like my whole energy was different. Yeah. And I really wasn't really interested in dating people younger than mm-hmm. me. But that's yeah. kind of the environment that we're in. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I'm yeah. not feeling this yeah. energy you're giving me. And you're trying to play me for dumb. Right. And I can't play and a player. And the thing is, I've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, a player. I see you before you even see me. Because I've been there. So you, what you're not allowed to do is that. And I'm going to tell you why you can't do it. And I'm about to leave. And they get really mad. <laughs> they get angry. They get really, and I don't really, care. Really mad. And I'm just like, I'm care. sorry. You met your match today. I think when you yeah but it's interesting because like even when we're talking about like just casually dating or casually hooking up i still feel like at the core of me i still would like do girlfriend things and i even realize <gasps> it i'm like wow i'm Girl. setting myself i literally would sit i'm like wow i'm dumb mm-hmm. that was dumb do not, like this do not do wifey shit for, for not even a, he's not no. even a husband he's someone's son still He's still Somebody son. said no. You okay, it was you bad. I remember this guy told me he's like, yeah, you know, I'm having issues with my ex, and I'm having issues trying to find a place to stay, and I'm over here on Craigslist looking for subleases. For what? That Libra. For what? That Libra. Man. Guy told me, you know, I'm really into like software engineering. I'm like, let me go ahead and find a certificate program for you. Why? But I think that's probably a natural trait that we have as women mm-hmm. too. You to have fix to fix like, and uplift. Yeah, that's just our qualities. <laughs> and things I don't want to change that because yeah. whoever deserves it is going to get it. But yeah. it's also like, dang, <laughs> I. Why am I doing this for you? So I'm trying to be more selective about my energy, but it's really hard to decipher when it's internal. Yeah. It's just like, okay, I just want to help you because we've shared something personal. Mm-hmm. So now I feel tied to you, even though I know that you're probably going to be texting someone else <laughs> as soon as you leave here. Yeah, I mean, with that, it's just, I guess that's when you get into, like, the difference between, like, dating and courting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like when you're courting, it's mm-hmm. probably appropriate to do that. But when you're dating, probably not Right, because what we do temporary. Yeah, <laughs> and the courtship is totally different. Because yeah. the thing is, you're still, I mean, we have the whole seasons, right? So it's like scouting season, <laughs> and then, you know, you have your, like, final draft. <laughs> you know, it's just very difficult. And, and who makes the team? So then, okay, when you playoffs. say, it's okay, and not everybody can make it to the championship. No, okay, everybody can make it. So, like, when it comes to, like, getting into relationships, so how do you cut off your hose? What do you? I don't have holes. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I literally, I don't have holes. And if I do, like, I don't look at them like holes. Like, they're my friends. I usually just, like, I think it's, like, the people that I would consider, like, I wouldn't even call them but hoes. But I I'm guess, saying, like, they're too smart for me to call them hoes. Right. I'm not going to call you hoes. Yeah. But I guess to answer your question, um, you just tell them, like, I'm, it's about to get serious. It's so funny. Yeah. And then they switch up. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, that actually happened to me, actually. That they like, switched up on, and he switched yeah, up on you? like, he started falling for this girl, and then be like, oh, girl was over him. Yeah, so that's <laughs> like, it. So, well, shout out to everybody. I had and fun. I was like, and I was like, oh my God. I was right. like, okay, so, like, what was wrong with me, though? Like, <laughs> why, why wasn't it me, though? Like, why did you, like, what? What, I need feedback. Like, what am I doing? Can you put a comment card, please, <laughs> you, like, under my door? Like, or something like not, not, just DM me. Don't DM me. Just kidding. That's messy. Like, no, but even with that situation, I learned too. Just like how people like make the, like make decisions. Essentially, mm-hmm. like you know, I, and I thought that was commendable of him as well. To mm-hmm. like, because a lot of guys don't do that. A lot like, of guys will tell you straight up, like, "Oh yeah, I'm just starting to like." girl and it's getting serious they just mm-hmm. either like ghost you or it's, they still want to keep you around but like he was he was very cool he did it very That's tastefully good. and good. we need more of that <laughs> what's what institution did he go to actually um he's out of college oh grown yeah which grown. is why he's doing grown man right <laughs> he was like out of college he didn't even go to the uc wow like, That's goes also to another AC. another <laughs> Another I'm important like, part. <laughs> okay. Like, I was really for Literally, I was yeah. really for everything. He fell in love. And that's cool. I mean, yeah, I'm happy for her, whatever. Yeah. Okay, yes. Good for her or whatever. Yeah. Hope you're doing no, well. <laughs> like, the way that I, when I get into a relationship, I generally have, like, a group text. Just kidding. I don't do a group text. Imagine. <laughs> I do, but I do copy and paste. And I'll just be like, hey, well, you know, do that. I'm, I, why am I telling you this? But I usually would just be like, hey, you know, I have had a lot of, of like a great time with you, but mm-hmm. I just met someone that is really special to me and I don't want to mess this up. Mm-hmm. So I hope you can, we can remain friends. Just don't hit me up. But do you really anymore. remain friends? No. No, because you were never friends. Right. Before I didn't know you and then you were attracted to me <laughs> and then we started dating and then we broke up. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I've, I'm trying to think if I have ever been friends directly with someone that I've been in a relationship with first no and that's no. really bad but while dating them you do become friends yeah I mean because I'm but it's also like it's an underlying friendship it's like well I'm attracted to you yeah. and now I like your personality yeah but like I'm thinking how do I'm you feel about the whole friends with benefits I'm triggered <laughs> <laughs> The interview is over. And I'm triggered. I'm just kidding. Um, friends with benefits. I really believe that that's a gray area. It kind of goes with situationships. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like part and parcel. It's just different names for the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's I want to do all the relationship things, but I don't want any rules yeah. or guidelines of how to respect you and like what I can and can't do. So like friends with benefits. Yeah, we're buddies, but like you can't come and talk to me after like you just gave me a head about this other girl you're gonna use yeah. those that same mouth you can't to oh, talk to no. me about somebody else <laughs> are you mad what are you oh, talking about yeah no the friends of benefits thing it doesn't work for me yeah. i can't do yeah, it because it's hard it's a number one it's a waste of time in my opinion mm-hmm. because that's when i get that mindset of either we're doing this or we're not Right. Because it's like, okay, you like me enough to call me your friend, mm-hmm. and you also like me enough to hook up with me, but you don't like me enough to just give me a fucking title. <laughs> like, like, at least, or just, like, some kind of parameters. Like, Something. you know, like, this is what we do. And the thing is, the more gray the area, the more you have to communicate. <sighs> so if it's like, yo, like, we're in a situation, we're just getting to know each other, I'm still going to be dating people. We're not right. exclusive. You have to over-communicate to make sure things don't get messy and right. your tires don't get slashed. Right. What? Who did that? Nipsey Hussle. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's another Nipsey Hussle. He once mm-hmm. said, to think like a writer, you got to know your position. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. You have to tell people who they are in your life. Right. Because it's like, you you don't know. And like, what their value is right. to you. You know? It's not enough to just be like, oh, yeah, like, I fuck with you. Okay, what does that mean? Right. Like, that's, like, just a lot of skating around. And I feel like sometimes men can feel like I'm being really intense. And I'm like, no, I need, like, clarity, really just plain English <laughs> as to what the hell you want. And a lot of times you know? guys don't want to do that because they don't even fucking like, like, they, they don't, don't get caught know. up in, like, say, in their word. Because <laughs> one thing about some men is that their word is their bond. So if they tell you, you know, we are working towards something, it's like, now you have to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dang, I wasn't trying to do that for real. <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah. Ooh. I see what you mean. It's like very dating in Atlanta and dating in general, mm-hmm. dating around the world. Mm-hmm. It's just really just give or take interesting, depending on what 
you want to get out of it, you know? So to close this out, mm-hmm. what advice would you have to the your fellow 20-something mm-hmm. who is in the dating world and they just kind of need some help? Okay, so three <laughs> things I would say. This is what I would say to my friend. And advice I'd probably take to myself. Mm-hmm. I need to take myself. <laughs> Don't compromise yourself or make yourself uncomfortable for someone else because stress is a big, big issue And stress can cause a lot of diseases and, like, mental health issues. Mm -hmm. So don't allow someone to take you through that and compromise, like, who you are integral. And I honestly think, like, emotional abuse and stuff like that is something we don't really talk about when Mm -hmm. it comes to dating and courtship. So just knowing the signs of that and just being able to, like, extract yourself from the situation as soon as possible before it takes over your life is one thing I would say. Mm -hmm. Secondly is, like, don't take yourself too seriously Dating is fun and like parlaying is fun mm-hmm. and like you need to make sure that it's really just like a lighthearted interaction and keep in mind vulnerability too. So mm-hmm. be fun and vulnerable because mm-hmm. you're really seeing like the depth of someone's soul when you're when you're having sex or mm-hmm. when you're dating someone. You're really getting to know like their insecurities and where they're at, right. you know. And lastly, don't date in Atlanta. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Lastly, um, I think it's just really like communication is everything. This is what people say all the time. Mm-hmm. And they say it all the time because it's true. It's better to have it be said than not said. So if your intentions are just to hook up, hey, you know what? I just want to hook up. And whatever the reaction is, is a yes or no. You can't manipulate anybody into being what you want them to be. And that's all. I'm just kidding. I'm not in the game. That's period. <laughs> So yeah, I think my advice, I'm going to stick to three like you did. Okay. That was good. Um, number one, have fun. Okay. Because I think a lot of times people just like put this pressure on themselves when it comes to dating and mm-hmm. dating, it should be fun because especially when you're young, right? it's like you have no real commitments. If you don't have children, it's like no real anybody like sitting bonds. on you. Yeah. Like just have fun and just enjoy the people that you're meeting. Number two, I think. Even in dating, be intentional. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm really big on intent and what are your motives. Like, you know, don't be out here playing with people's hearts mm-hmm. and their sanity and their bodies. Mm-hmm. And, and their health. <laughs> like, okay. just be intentional. Just move with integrity. And I think my last thing is um, probably make sure that you're making connections. Mm-hmm. Because even with dating, because these are people's lives, you know, exactly. and it's just like life is short and everybody is not meant to be your boyfriend. Everybody's not meant to be your girlfriend or your longtime partner. But I think making connections with people and just like building as a community, I'm getting right. kind of deep, no, but it's just real. like, just build those connections with people because you just literally never know. Life exactly. is so short and don't take anything too personal. I feel like at what our culture is like. People are very sensitive when it comes to, like, love and dating. And everybody's different. Yeah. You know, and just have fun and make those connections because that's what we're here on life, on this earth, to do. Right. Simply just connect with one another. So, that's my advice. that was beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my God. I feel so connected. Oh, my God. Are you subscribed to the Shine Season blog? If not, head over to www.shinescn.com and subscribe so you never miss out on new content. All right, so here on Shine Season, I try my best to focus on mental health, Mm -hmm. you know, the conversation of self-care. So, Belinda, what is your self-care tip for this episode for the listeners? Yes, so my (laughs) self-care tip for the listeners is, I think for me, what makes me feel good is when I look at it on the outside, I feel better on the inside. So I've been really into getting my nails done. We live in Atlanta, and it's just <laughs> so accessible to get your nails done for so cheap, and they're always bomb. Yeah. Heidi from City Nails, I'm going to shout you out, girl. You always get me together for the low, low, low. So if you just find your thing. So some people, it's they're really into skincare or makeup or something that you can just kind of detach from that's not like super heady like meditation or something this i mean you should meditate but <laughs> just like you know do something a touch maybe it can be seen as superficial but it's something that's a little surface level to just give yourself a refresh because yeah. i think we're still in spring right mm-hmm. it's not summer yet so well, almost but it's yeah. still kind of yeah. spring so yeah. it's like revival and things are coming back to life so just like kind of like do something different with your look and maybe that will like trigger something else on the inside 
So I think it's like the outside and inside out too. So get your nails done, y'all. Maybe get a pedicure, you know. Y'all not really into that. Just, I don't know, a hand massage, <laughs> scrub, something, exfoliate, <laughs> drink some water. <laughs> but that's my self-care. What's your self-care tip? Um, I was really prepared. <laughs> oh, I think right now a self-care tip that I have is aromatherapy. Mm. Right now I'm really lighting my sage and my palo santo. So, okay. And that's really helping was like my space. Mm-hmm. So if you're into that, try it. And if yeah. you're not, still try it because it helps. Mm-hmm. Definitely cleansing your energy. It is. Did you know that you could stream the Shine Season podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud? Head over to any of those streaming platforms and subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. All right, you guys, that concludes this episode of the Shine Season podcast. I would like to send a special thank you to my guest, Belinda, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. But before I go, I have to leave you guys with the affirmation of the show, and it is, relationships are not spaces to be saved or fixed or to save or fix another. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. And as always, shine bright and share your light.